Hello and welcome to another episode of Ain't It Scary with Sean and Carrie. I'm the titular Sean. And I'm the very titular Carrie. And what are we talking about this week, Carrie? I'm asking you in the most honest and real sense I ever have, because all the only information I have this week is the episode title. And this looks like four words just strung together. Lake, city, quiet, pills. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard the phrase, lake, city, quiet, pills? No. Nope. Oh, you're about to hear it a lot today, Sean. Okay. Is this uh, the the hot new party drug? (laughs) Well, what does it sound like to you? Does it sound like some sort of drug situation? Yeah, it sounds like mommy's little helper, like a euphemism for a pill that housewives shouldn't have been taking in the 70s and 80s, but were a lot. Mm. Yeah, it is. It's a pretty strange little phrase there. And I guess if you don't know the mystery attached to it, aside from what it means, it'll mean something more by the end of this episode. Okay. I'll begin by saying that it has to do with covert operations, assassinations, conspiracies, and one very strange image hosting website. Ooh, is it Imgur? It's tangential. I haven't heard of that one. The Lake City Quiet Pills saga is a Reddit-based mystery that began, in a way, in 2009. Reddit-based mystery. Mm-hmm. So, for any of our listeners, uh, in case you don't know, uh, it's hard for me to believe they don't, but still, you know, maybe they're older. Reddit is basically a link-sharing website that is divided into different forums that kind of correspond to different interests. Yeah. Or like news topics, things like that. Yeah. Go, yeah, if you haven't seen Reddit, go check out Reddit. It's, Listen, I don't think my parents know what Reddit is. There's a lot, there's a lot going on there. <laughs> there's a lot. Um, tread lightly. Yes, very lightly. Its motto is the front page of the internet. And that's pretty much true. If you think about like a news page, for example, and then kind of smush that together with social media, mm-hmm. it's kind of a collection of whatever is popular right at this moment, um, whether it's in the general areas of news and memes Two more specific areas that can include reality TV, fantasy football, role-playing games. I mean, there's forums for everything. Yeah, I've got just pictures of beer here. I've got uh, specific role-playing games. There's Blades in the Dark. I've got Calvin and Hobbes. I've got Blep. That's a subreddit that's just pictures of uh, uh, little kitty tongues hanging out of their mouths. Mm -hmm. And of course, I subscribe to subreddits like Unresolved Mysteries, No Sleep, Glitch in the Matrix, and... John Benet Ramsey. I guess we shouldn't make this an ad for Reddit. <laughs> well, anyway, there's, you know, a lot to be said about Reddit and how it makes um, information very easily accessible and shareable. But because most anyone can receive access to Reddit, some shadier folks also gather on it. There have been forums, which are called subreddits. You're, t- um, you're talking about Trump voters, right? <laughs> Well, white supremacy. Um, We have forums uh, dedicated to drugs, incels, which are involuntary celibates, suicide, and even child porn, if you dig far enough, which, of course, I wouldn't. Uh Many of these forums have been banned as soon as they pop up, but new ones do keep popping up, and some are hidden and inaccessible to most. So... Like the, the seamy underbelly. Yeah. Of, of already a pretty seamy. <laughs> can be. Uh, but that's the thing about 
so-called freedom of speech, right? There are people that take too much advantage of it and think that it's a blanket thing to protect them and use it and the ability to connect with like-minded individuals for the purposes of ill. Yeah. In the end, though. Yeah, the- anywhere that people can shut themselves off from right. the um, from the outside world and just bounce the same idea back and forth a bunch. Yeah, but a lot of people feel that Reddit is a net good. You know, some people think it's a net bad, but a lot of people find a lot of positivity in it. And if you look at your own forums, Sean, you have things that'll cheer up your day or inform you on topics. Yeah, blips. Yeah, little blips. But let's go back to one of those previously banned subreddit forums, because that's where this strange story begins. Okay. This was an infamous subreddit called R Jailbait. Oh, yeah. The name pretty much speaks for itself. Um, People shared provocative photos of underage teenagers, generally women, uh, young women, and it was gross. Yeah. But it also somehow became the number one in various polls, including the best of Reddit poll that users of Reddit voted on themselves in 2008, which is a contributing factor to my disappointment in humanity. Yeah, it's it's kind of a scathing indictment. Yeah, I mean, people like porn, but this is just beyond the pale. So one of the moderators of our jailbait, while it was still around, went by the username Religion of Peace. Okay. That's peace as in peace be with you. Right. Not peace as in... P- I, uh, Jigsaw puzzle piece. Right. A moderator basically has decent control over the content of a subreddit with administrative powers like banning people, deleting posts, making rules, all that kind of stuff. Religion of Peace was a frequent commenter and an active moderator on this Creepers forum. Mm -hmm. In their comments over the years, Religion of Peace discussed topics like supporting legalized marijuana, hatred of liberal news sites, atheism, and even made vague claims of their knowledge and interest in assassinations and a variety of military-related subjects. Okay. Where's this going? Well, plenty of weirdos make a lot of false claims, thanks to hiding behind the anonymity of the internet, but these go a little deeper. Okay. So from here on now, I'll just refer to them as religion, for ease, and also for ease, I'll also be talking about him as a him, a he. Religion was a Reddit user from 2007 to 2009 and often referred to themselves as an old man, hence why I'm going to refer to him that way. Okay. And that he'd been born in 19... Colloquially, that could... Oh, sorry. He'd been born in when? 1930. Oh, so he was an old man. Yeah. Meaning that at the time of this whole thing, he was nearing 80. He made various military claims over the years, like that he joined the U.S. military at age 14 and had even been present at the Battle of Normandy. Okay. But hadn't experienced direct combat until going to Jerusalem in 1947. So I guess he was just like the water boy at Normandy or whatever. I see. He claimed to have retired in 1987, but afterward began a career in the field of computer technology. Perhaps this is how he ended up on Reddit, because you're always on the computer, and you end up being much more tech and trend savvy than those your age, Mm -hmm. which tend to have a lot of (laughs) issues with technology. Yeah. 
Among the other little tidbits of his life, he dropped like crumbs all over Reddit comment sections. He claimed with some authority that the CIA's assassination program began at least four decades prior to the 90s and early 2000s. And he also referenced iron keys or encrypted hard drives used by intelligence operatives. And this isn't really like a common colloquialism. Gotcha. Throughout his two years under that username, Religion also often shared the link to an image hosting site he'd created, or he said he'd created, called This Old Guy's Image Host. (laughs) Okay. So think of it as something similar to like a photo bucket or an Imgur, just an easy way to upload. Your jailbait pictures? To specific pictures for whoever wanted to use it. And yeah, uh, since this was shared on our jailbait and he was the moderator, the pictures posted on the site were pornographic. But a weird touch uh, to this is that the site was called, like, you know, in the um, the URL, mm-hmm. lakecityquietpills.com. Oh, interesting. Okay. So it wasn't this old guy's imagehost.com. That was just the title on the site. Right. So it was a strange name for yep. what seemed to be a pretty straightforward, like, porn image sharing site. Yeah, well, kitty porn. Ish. Ostensibly. Yeah. Well, it's not porn. It's either not porn or it's... Yes. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Jailbait. Yeah. Um, religion used the term Lake City Quiet Pills a number of times in their previous comments on Reddit as well. In statements like, quote... I can think of any number of criminal organizations that would benefit from a dose of Lake City quiet pills. Oh, in, hmm. Yeah. Dot com. Yeah. No, just just the, the term. Um, and his last comment under the Religion of Peace username came on July 17th, 2009, which was just a typical one complaining about spammers, uh, spammers because he hated email and phone spammers. Sure. He's a cranky old man. Yeah, just sounds like an 80-something-year-old guy. Later that same day, our mystery truly begins. I know, you're riveted. (laughs) I am. I am, actually. I I am going to pass out. I I, am so interested. I just don't know what's happening. I know. What is the mystery? I'm about to present (laughs) it to you. Later on the day that Religion of Peace last commented, Mm -hmm. July 17th, 2009, another account is created. And you can, because you can find that information, like what day an account was made. Yeah. Under the username 26, 2-6 is how it reads. They immediately made their first and only post subject title, The End of Religion of Peace. He died today. Okay. And I will quote from it here. It's it's not short, but a lot of the information comes up again later. Okay. So here's the post. I'm the person who provided Religion of Peace the space for that old guy's image host. Milo died today. He was 79 years old. He died at his desk looking at your site. Milo was a mean old fucker, mean and ornery. He hooked me up with my first gig when I got out of the army. I didn't like finding him like that. Milo don't have any living relatives and no real friends. And other than his landlady and a few people where he worked, he didn't talk to anyone about much of anything. Me, he just tolerated. As I said, he was mean. I think he used that as a shield to keep people away from him. Milo thought God was some kind of con game thought up by some lazy sons of bitches who didn't want to work every day. 
So he's going into the fire on Monday without a service just like he wanted. I'm planning to dump his ashes in the woods in PA near where he was born. I gave the girl next door his raggedy old cat and most of his books, his computers and electronic shit. He tagged for the disabled vets and VVA. All of the rest of the stuff is for the Salvation Army. All those years and everything he owned fits in the trunk of my car. I don't know what else to say. I'll miss him. Miserable bastard. <laughs> Two dash six responded to a few of the comments that were made on the post by, I guess, grieving users um, that had seen this guy around. Yeah, grieving perverts. Yeah. Uh, but two six did say, I didn't know so many people could like him like that. That didn't sling a gun with him. And then a couple days later made a comment saying, if you're interested, this is where Milo is now with a link to Google Maps, presumably where his ashes were scattered. Right. The map link directed users to an area southeast of Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, which was, as 2-6 had later indicated they'd spread his ashes, near a shopping mall. Mm -hmm. And that was it. 2-6 never posted or commented on Reddit again. That's the end, Sean. Oh, so... <laughs> no, because Redditors be Redditing, users started to comb through the posting histories of Religion of Peace and 2-6. I guess out of boredom and maybe to learn more about a man that had just passed away. As I mentioned, there wasn't much else to find in 2-6's Reddit history, but that wasn't enough to deter these internet sleuths. <laughs> no, they eventually found accounts made under the username Angel26 on a variety of websites like Fark, Dig... Yahoo Answers, and others made as far back as 2001. And this was also styled the same way. It wasn't Angel 26. It was Angel, the number two, dash, the number six. Even the Reddit user was just two dash six? Yes. That could be, I mean, you know. Well, Sean. It's a tenuous connection. You know what? You're right. You're right. No reason to think it was the same person as Reddit two dash six. What did the posts say? Similar usernames exist across the internet everywhere. What did the post say? Well, the thing is, aside from the fact that people tend to use the same or similar usernames in a variety of places online, Angel2-6 had listed their email address on FARC as angel.2 spelled out, dot six spelled out, at lakecityquietpills.com. <laughs> what? Not only that. They- oh, no. Yeah, no, of course. That makes sense, actually. Yeah. So it was the person. It was the person. Yes. They also commented on weapons-related topics and discussed how to break people in interrogations, which suggested a history of military service much like Religion of Peace. Yeah. Well, he said he got him his first gig out of the army, so. hmm Angel also had a signature on their posts, similar to one May said on, like, their outgoing emails. That read, quote, dispensing Lake City quiet pills to lousy bastards in need of permanent rest since 1968. So Lake City quiet pills are bullets then. Well, maybe. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I know it sounds like they're sounds like they're bullets. My main question here, Sean, is why did anyone care about any of this? Right? Well, the internet, if you just leave the internet in an empty room Mm -hmm. it will fill that room with something yeah because i think we both gathered that that term lake city quiet pills is weird yeah and maybe someone else just kind of ran with that and kept falling down the rabbit hole sure yeah 
Someone out there put together that maybe this phrase was in reference to the Lake City Army Ammunition Plant, a real place in Missouri that produces over a billion rounds of ammunition per year. Oh, God. Okay. So this guy doesn't need to be killing people in Lake City. That's where they come from. Could be. As about 2008, uh, 2018, it's been called Northrop Grumman Innovation Systems. But at this point, it was still Lake City. So... Like you said, could the quiet pills being referenced continuously by religion and angel be bullets? Mm -hmm. It seems possible. Um, And people thought that was very interesting. Uh, Along with figuring this out, many Redditors began to think that the whole thing was a hoax. I don't know why. A hoax to what end? <laughs> I don't. What is I, it? A, what's being hoaxed? Religion's death, maybe? I don't know. What What has happened that would be a hoax? They thought it would just, they were trying to, to drum up some interest for this LakeCityQuietPills.com porn image hosting site. Why would, people don't draw attention to where they put images of underage girls. Well, his death had attracted many people to clicking on the site and, you know, the viewers were skyrocketing, so... I guess that's one way to get clicks is fake your own death. What, is Angel 2-6 putting ads on this thing? (laughs) Well, as more and more Redditors clicked over to the site, more began to investigate the site's underlying code. Now, this is pretty complicated stuff to most people, um, but the general overview is that web code makes a site work. It's all the digital ones and zeros and just makes the website look and operate the way it does. It's like bricks in a house yeah basically so a lot of people who are big computer nerds or just like this stuff um whenever they find an interesting website they just kind of peek into the code i it's just a thing yeah yeah if if you if you're into coding and a lot of people are it's like oh they did something interesting there yeah let me check out how how they did that how was that how was that text moving across that if it was 1995 you might say how was that text moving across the Mm -hmm. web page like that yeah so this is the the html code and hidden in this code people began to find messages that were unrelated to web coding They referred to some of them a shade with a capital S, like a name, maintaining a calendar and an angel with a capital A having job postings for Europe and Asia. Hmm. Now, speaking of angel, who could possibly be angel 2-6. Sure. Yeah, of course. That had crossed my mind. Yes. (laughs) Someone under this name posted in this web code that they'd found Milo dead dealt with his things, and given his cat to the next-door neighbor. Sound familiar? Yeah, just like he said on the Reddit post. Yes, but this is hidden in the website code. Yeah. But Angel also went on to say that they'd bricked Milo's iron key and, quote, all is well. So what does this mean? The iron key would be a, a, a super untraceable or unhackable hard drive that they would use for encrypted data, and he killed all the stuff on it? Yes, you're destroying it, basically. And, um, you know, he didn't say what was on the hard drive, but he said, don't worry, I destroyed the hard drive. You guys are fine, basically. Tell tell me more about the iron key. That's all he said about that one. Along with these references, there are other posts that read kind of like job listings. Here are some of them. Immediate need, exclamation point. 
8 to 10 Chinese-Korean. Fluent Korean slash dialect slash accent details after contact. 12-week half-pay sequester on refusal. Oh, this is a job board for hitmen. Two ground types. Fluent Farsi, Arabic, French. No papers, no problems. Need formed group. 8 to 10. Single op. Deliv bonus. Gentleman's agreement insurance. Immediate need. This is amazing. There were dozens of these. People started to think that these listings could be mercenaries or assassins. This is the digital version of the, the, the bar that Ryan Reynolds goes to in Deadpool. Yeah, sounds crazy, but it's about to get crazier after the break. Through terrors of horror, bizarre happenings, unexplainable events, on our podcast, Disturbed, Terror Takes Center Stage. Each episode is a journey into the darkest corners of human existence, delving into bone-chilling tales of kidnappings, serial killers, maniacs, and the very essence of your worst nightmares coming to life on this weekly true horror show. Disturbed is not for the faint of heart. It's an exploration of real, unadulterated horror sourced from everyday people. Each episode is a descent into the macabre, where we narrate stories that will leave you on the edge of your seat and crawling in your skin. We navigate the disturbing narratives that lurk in the shadows, offering a raw and unfiltered listen into the most terrifying aspects of the human experience. Enter at your own risk and let the unsettling tales unfold in the haunting realm of Disturbed. And remember, listeners, stay safe out there. Want to treat your pup to something special? When you visit www.barkbox.com slash scary, you can receive a free month added to your plan when you sign up for a 6- or 12-month subscription. That's an extra month of two fun toys, two full-size bags of treats, and a tasty chew at no additional cost. Recent box themes have included Home Alone, Liquor Treat, and A Night at the Squeakeasy. Poe loves trying out new toys and treats, and he was psyched to get a BarkBox. Your pup will be too. So sign up at www.barkbox.com slash scary for a free month added to any 6- or 12-month subscription. That's BarkBox.com slash A-I-N-T-I-T-S-C-A-R-Y. Give your furry friends something to bark about. BarkBox. Carry purchased. Poe approved. <laughs> Welcome back. When last we left you, uh, we had just learned that the, I don't know, what would you say? The third the third party image hosting board for the Jailbait subreddit was <laughs> secretly a job board for military contractors and hitmen? Could be. Could be. Yeah, when we left off, Reddit users had deciphered strange job listing-esque posts within the web code of a website that just looked like a trashy porn image host that was possibly illegal. 
Um, but these posts began to appear like they could be for some sort of covert mercenary program. If it was a hoax, which some people said it was immediately. Anything on the internet could be a hoax. It was certainly an elaborate one that spanned several years. Because remember, this website email address is first mentioned on a different website mm -hmm. in 2001. Yeah, the, which is almost a full decade before this. The attention to detail is crazy. And we know that our Angel 2-6 guy likes, you know, is a military guy. Mm -hmm. So if that's the case, if it's a real thing, these users may have just uncovered a secret and likely illegal assassin operation buried under another website. It's pretty awesome. And it's going to make me check the HTML code of every site. Right? Now. These posts continued within the code of LakeCityQuietPills.com for quite a while after Milo, or Religion of Peace's, supposed death in July 2009. In November of that year, Angel posted once more in the code saying, quote, Milo's will cleared probate. Surprise! Milo was loaded. Email Shade if we sent you out in 2005 to 2009. Shade will have checks cut for you. Amount is by how many times, not by pay total. Small share is three to four K. So it seems like this is directing anyone who worked for Milo between 2005 and 2009 to contact Shade for their piece of Milo's savings. Right. Then in but 20... Do you think that's additional code though? Or do you think it really was like that Mi I don't Milo's know. will left his money to all his mercenary buddies? I, that I don't know. But that's what it was written like, at least. In 2010, Angel posted once again, quote, We're having a birthday party for the old man on the 19th. Oh. Party starts at 1500 at the usual. Send your RSVP to Shade. FYI, we're booking a room for three days for anyone coming from out of area and overnight for locals. Come hoist one for Dutch Milo. Wait, was this in the HTML code? Yes. Okay, so now we've got a convention of mercenaries coming. And we have town. a date, January 19th, because and, it was he, this was written at the top of the year. And the Redditors found this in advance of the date? Uh, a few days beforehand. Here's the only thing I want to say right now, and obviously I don't know where the story's going. You have no idea. These Redditors are, are discussing this where? On jailbait? That I'm not sure. I think it might have been an, over a variety of Reddit forums. It would have been off topic on jailbait and they would have gotten, uh, the posts would have gotten, ironically, those posts wouldn't have been allowed there. Yes. So it might have been on different forums. Um, yeah. Interesting. I'd be interested in reading, reading these discussions. Yeah. And, but also I wonder if the, presumably the guys who, the mercenaries might have also been plugged into those Reddit communities. So you would think they would know that their jig was up on their secret messages. That's only if it's on jailbait. Maybe they're on like RHTML or something, you know? They that, could be talking about it in a completely hard to find, unrelated place. That's true. And even Milo might not have... that. This other guy, Angel, said it was his website, right? Milo said it was his website when he would share the link. Well, yeah, but Angel said it was, I'm the one who let Milo yes. host his stuff on my website. Mm -hmm. So 
Angel just bought this website to use the HTML code to send assassins places. He doesn't care what gets done with the with the with the stuff. And so, so anyway, my point is the assassins might not have been going to our jailbait at all. They might not have had Maybe any not. interest. Maybe Milo was just doing that as a cover because it's kind of attention grabbing to be a porn website and uh, oh, maybe they figured it, hide in plain sight kind of thing. Milo might have just been a you know old creep. I'm sure he was, but <laughs> that's neither here nor there. So seems like they're planning a kind of memorial party for this guy who was maybe their grumpy but beloved boss and like mentor on January 19th. Who loved upskirts of 16-year-olds. Yeah, well, that goes without saying. But here is where it gets pretty wild. Because according to believers, this is where this fun Reddit conspiracy was shown to correspond to real-life crime. Okay. Mahmoud al-Mabu was the chief of logistics and weapons procurement for Hamas's military wing, the Iz Adin al-Qassam Brigades. Uh-huh. If you don't know, Hamas is a Palestinian Sunni Islamic fundamentalist militant organization. And Al-Mabu, and I'm probably butchering that, but that's his name. Al-Mabu was a big cheese in Hamas. <laughs> mm -hmm. And he played an important role in procuring weapons for the brigades and even planned the abduction and killing of two Israeli soldiers in Gaza in 1989. Some people thought that Al-Mabu had a role as a middleman forging secret relationships between Hamas and the Quds Force, mm -hmm. or military intelligence, in Iran. I'm speaking of Al-Mabu in the past tense, as you may notice. <laughs> yeah, no, these guys tend to have a, a shelf life. That's because, Sean, he was assassinated at the Al Bustan Rotana Hotel in Dubai, United Arab Emirates, on January 19th, 2010. Oh, at the hotel. Oh, so you're saying someone had a <clears throat> a party for the old man then? Well, it was the same day that this apparent group of mercenaries were meeting to have a party. Let's dissect this coincidence a little bit. Al-Mabu's assassin apparently injected his leg with a paralytic muscle relaxant, then possibly electrocuted him and definitely suffocated him to his uh, suffocated him to death so his passing would appear natural. What is he, Rasputin? <laughs> Uh, there are many subjects in the assassination, because he wasn't exactly a popular guy on the world stage, <laughs> mm -hmm. but his killing has never been solved. It is said that 11 Mossad agents were, and that's the Israeli um, Secret Service, right, the Mossad? Um, uh, counterintelligence. Yeah. It's said that 11 of them oh, were following... In intelligence. Mm -hmm, Al-Mabu and had used fake or fraudulently obtained passports from different Western countries. Two agents, according to CCTV footage, followed him to his room upon his check-in and checked into the room opposite of his. Once Amabu left his room, another agent distracted a nearby tourist, and then four agents entered his hotel room using an electronic device to wait for his return. This is all in the footage. Mm-hmm. They also reprogrammed the hotel room door lock at this time. And then they're just in there for a while. After the killing, it was suspected the hit squad had committed the assassination. Oh, do you think they raided the minibar while they were in there? Absolutely. 
Are you kidding me? You gotta you gotta get get a little saucy for the. Uh, mm-hmm. But you have the, to take it with you, or else that's evidence. Yeah, it's a good point. <laughs> take the take the gun. Also, take the tiny bottle of vodka. Mm-hmm. So Israeli officials denied involvement with this assassination. Uh, there were some suspects over the years, but there was never an official charge for the death brought against anyone. Are you going to read me the party invitation again? I'll read it again. Yeah. Let me just get to the end of this part. Mm-hmm. They'd stayed in small groups in different hotels across Dubai, the different agents. Um, and these were all hotels that Al Mabu had frequented previously on earlier visits to Dubai. So they basically had every place he was likely to check into covered. Everyone who seemed to know each other operated under false identities and their flights leaving the United Arab Emirates were all mere hours after the murder. And their flights took them all over the world. France, the UK, South Africa, Italy, Germany. There's more countries. Like everyone went to a different country after that. So it wasn't it was Mossad or it wasn't Mossad that did this? People think it was Mossad, but they don't know if they're Israeli. Does that make sense? No. Mossad might have hired people, is what some people think. Oh, I see. So let's go back to that invite. We're having a birthday party for the old man on the 19th. Party starts at 1500 at the usual. Send your RSVP to Shade. FYI, we're booking a room for three days for anyone coming out of area and overnight for locals. Come hoist one for Dutch Milo. Now, this whole thing occurring on the same day as Milo's party could be a super far-fetched coincidence. It's, I don't even think it's that far-fetched. Well, it seemed like messages showed up in the LakeCityQuietPills.com code around the time of the hit that kind of seemed like they might correspond. Let's hear it. Okay, so... I just read you the first message. The date is the same. This is the day that all of the false passport holders arrived in Dubai and Amabu was killed. And the specified time in the first code of 1500 was also around the correct time of his death. The day before the party, another post showed up in the code. So this is January 18th. We got 38 rooms in the Marriott on 46. Shade has the key cards for locals, parentheses, pick up at the party. Give your travel name to the desk and that's it. No ID needed since we're covering the bill. Keep the room service under 500, okay? The phones there are not secure. Bus from the hotel leaves at 1330. Car service vouchers for return trip when you're ready to crash. Don't DUI exclamation, 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 exclamation. Okay, yeah, no, it's always a bad idea when you're taking out a hit on a uh, Hamas uh, lieutenant. Yeah. So this is a day before the possible hit. Um, 500 bucks seems pretty rich blood for 38 different rooms, room service. Like that's the limit seems pretty high. Like maybe you could say, if you're trying to be super nice, you could say like, you can grab a meal on, a, on me or something. Yeah, that's just for a, for a party. Well, although... People uh, pointed it out as strange. Yeah. The, well, the only thing I would say to that is apparently Milo had a bunch of money. <laughs> But then what about the travel names and the non-secure phone lines? Why would you say that when you're inviting someone to a birthday party? It's not very typical. Yeah, I wouldn't. Also, a block of 38 rooms in one hotel is a lot. 
I don't think we were even going to carve out that many for our originally planned wedding last year. No. Did any Redditors get over to the hotel? They couldn't figure out what hotel it was. Oh. It just said the Marriott on 46, which we don't know. Um, I think they found one Marriott that was off of an exit 46 or something somewhere, but they didn't have room service, you know, stuff like that. And this is all supposedly a birthday party for a dead guy. Right. But maybe if these rooms were all over the city, it would make a little more sense if they were taking a chunk here and there out of different hotels. A couple weeks after the party, another post turned up in the code titled Party Bills. Okay. It reads, here is the final for the party. Hotel rooms. And I'm going to read this um, like I perceive it, but these are just numbers written out. There's no decimals or commas. Okay. Hotel rooms, 48,341. Limo, 6,080. Bus, 569. Bar bill, 18,890. Food, 8,030. Dancers, 8,300. Miscellaneous tips, 850. Miscellaneous expenses, 2,840. Med supplies, 180. Parentheses, Fat Tommy and Stu are okay too. Total, 94,080. You all did Dutch Milo proud. Thanks. So I'm perceiving this to mean that they spent $48,000 on hotel rooms. Yep. They had a bar bill nearing 20000 They had medical supplies that were almost totaled $200. What happened to Fat Tommy and Stu, <laughs> who, who were friends with my dad in Pelham? Yes, of course. He, but also, yeah, they, they tripped over a um, one of those empty like mini champagne <laughs> bottles mm-hmm. uh, and fell into the Whoa. DJ booth. Yeah. Uh, but how did this birthday party for a dead man total almost $95,000 in costs. Well, if if you, when you start adding photo booths and things like that, that can get really <laughs> expensive, as you know. Yeah, everything's an upcharge. There was never more clarification for this bill. There are just more posts in the code, as before this, that read like job listings. Immediate need for Korean. Fluent Korean slash dialect slash accent details after contact. Six-week half-pay sequester on refusal. Six-month gig bonus among others these are all kind of the same thing i should mention a lot of these listings contain the phrase w dash or w slash w works whenever there's a lot of speculation about what this may mean but many people think it stands for wet and wild wet work oh which is what that's the that's the kind of military term for black ops uh killing people stuff it is a euphemism for murder or assassination and the wet is the blood that is being spilled yeah don't look up other definitions for this on the internet that's that's the one this means i think (laughs) (laughs) yeah speaking of those dark corners of reddit (laughs) yes um, they never spell out the word wet work, but uh, people say that they've seen that word shortened like that. W slash W. They could all just be talking about their diet plans. They all just got on Weight Watchers. <laughs> Maybe. As you can imagine, once this was discovered, as you mentioned before, um, Reddit basically blew up, especially when they were tying the posts to the assassination that had just happened. 
and it seemed like it was too much heat for the porn image hosting site because the code was almost immediately edited. Uh, maybe it hit the front page, started trending, whatever. And the code was encrypted into deeper code that no longer resembled the poorly spelled English messages that was just kind of sitting in there. Then it was encrypted a second time when the new code started to be pulled apart as well. Because <laughs> the internet. Yeah. And eventually the website was just shut down altogether. And like I said, if you try to go there now, nothing loads. Wow. You can't like purchase the domain, but nothing will load. So that's the end of the mystery, right? Yeah, it sounds like it. I, now I'm just trying to figure out how I can buy that uh, domain <laughs> so I can use it to look for like, you know, groups to play food chain magnet with. Well, Sean, if you're satisfied with an open ending. Food chain magnet is a board game. <laughs> Are you satisfied with the, the lack of an answer? No, because we're a podcast that tries to find an explanation to the unexplainable. So I really feel like we should go over some theories that people have and really try to figure out what this whole saga is about. Oh, well, I think Angel is the, the head honcho here. I think the old guy is just a peripheral. <laughs> well, first of all... We have to figure out if this is a real situation that's going on. The theory, the, the main prevailing theory, as we mostly didn't really dance around but walked right over, is that the site was some sort of hidden job posting board for a group of assassins or high-level security personnel working on a contract basis. Yeah, like an uh, Indeed.com <laughs> for murder. Indeath.com. <laughs> Thank you. It was right there. Yeah. These job listings, due to their shady and likely illegal nature, were buried under a porn image hosting site to hide in place, plain sight, I guess. Um, Milo is theorized to be their original boss or mentor, and when he died... <laughs> this is getting a little bit too, you know, the expendables. Well, when he died, those in his group wrapped up the remaining contracts and shut the site for good when their secret was exposed. Not to mention the fact that in the UK... There exists a title in military intelligence called Military Intelligence Liaison Officer, or MILO. And this person is a head of a group of trained intelligence operatives that can quickly be deployed for any mission. So MILO's group may or may not have been involved with the assassination of Mahmoud al-Mabou. He could have, um, so he's like their Charlie. Yes, and they're the angels. Yeah, except... Angel two sixes. Except if Charlie just, again, loved teenage butts. Well, you know, we don't know about Charlie. Another popular theory is that this was just a really intense, finely crafted ARG, or alternate reality game. Oh, and what fun we had. <laughs> ARGs are interactive networked narratives that use the real world as a platform and employ different forms of media to deliver a story that can be altered in real time by players' ideas or actions. So if you think of something like Dungeons and Dragons, but using the whole world and internet as the setting, it's like super LARPing, basically. <laughs> that is... Boy, that's nerdier than I've ever thought to be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A different, um, a different universe. But they're pretty popular. Some ARGs are used as publicity for different brands or upcoming media like in TV shows and movies. Um, you can also compare it to something like the Blair Witch Project, which made people believe that it was real by itself as an entity acting like it was real. Right, like um, the Slender Man. Mm -hmm. Well, that, yeah. 
but they knew what they were doing in that. Um, and then like children thought it was a real thing. Right. But it was kind of like our no sleep on Reddit where everyone writes scary stories, usually from their own perspectives, and you act like it's all real. Right. It's interesting. Um, some... Well, the, inter- the internet's an interesting place, isn't it, Carrie? Yeah. So some people think that this was just an ARG that was stumbled upon by other people. Some have accused a single guy of starting it all. Barely sociable, a mystery YouTuber and Twitter user. Mystery YouTuber? Is <laughs> yeah, that he, a genre of YouTuber? He tubes about the mysteries of the world. Like so we're pod we're mystery podcasters? We definitely are. Yeah. It's not the only thing we do, right? But there's usually some sort of element of that. So he'll do he'll do a different mystery every time. Um, he wrote a long, I'm just saying he, I think I, I said, heard that it was a guy. They wrote a long thread in 2019 claiming Lake City Quiet Pills was all a hoax created by a hardcore Second Life game role, play, role player named Trent Katsu. Trent. In, in, in some kind of a relation to the Second Life experience? I, I don't know. Trent at this time was a technical writer living in New York. And Barely Sociable also said that the other players in this supposed ARG that Trent started were basically a bunch of old perverts, and these are his words, uh-huh. who probably role-played along with Trent in the game Second Life. I don't know why he thinks this. Well, <laughs> does it surprise me that a bunch of old guys who played Second Life are also just kind of right in the middle of that Venn diagram with... Uh, uh, Jailbait. Yeah, and it's not surprising, but consider it, Sean. This is an incredible amount of time to devote to a hoax that people might never have even found. Because take away the fact that maybe you're you're posting in code once a day or whatever. Angel two six's account on FARC with the LakeCityQuietPills.com email address was made in two thousand one, almost ten years before this all unfolded on Reddit. So if this was a role player. They chose to hide this all in code for a porn image site that they knew existed in 2001. What if no one else ever explored the site's code? Then just nothing? What? Like, I don't, I really don't know. And this role player also just lucked into an an assassination, a high profile assassination happening on the very day the possible secret mercenary squad were going to convene. Well, that's true, too. That's the one thing. It's pretty lucky. If you're trying to, to pass this off as a as a hit squad, and then a hit squad kills someone <laughs> the same day this fake hit squad was meeting, that's like one in a zillion. Yeah, I, 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 there is a world, though, in which this guy finds the old guy dead. He has been like just out of the goodness of his heart or something. Use it, letting he doesn't use that domain anymore, so he lets the old guy use it for whatever. Um, and then he starts an ARG on the dead guy's website. Well, no, he well, it's his. He owns the domain. He finds the old guy dead, and he sees that he's been spending all of his time just hanging out with these perverts on the internet. And he goes, well, "I'm gonna have have fun with these perverts. I'm gonna uh, trick but him that's into thinking." The thing. If Milo that, and I were, if Angel's the one that found him dead, then why did he have a Lake City Quiet Pills email address ten years before he found him dead? Well, then maybe that's just military. You know, he's. But he, that's the website. That's the porn website that Milo owned. 
but he, Milo, didn't uh, Angel say he let Milo use his site? But right. it was Milo's site. It was just his hosting apparatus. So let's just let's just get past that. <laughs> right. I I think he owned the domain though. I, I think Angel's more connected to the Lake City Quiet Pills thing than the old guy is. Well, if this was a role player, they chose to hide the code in a porn site, and then the site itself was completely shuttered right after the postings were discovered and publicized. So if you're trying to do an ARG and pull people into it, and you're perpetuating a de decade-long hoax, you immediately hide it after it gets discovered? Like, what was the purpose of all of that? Well, here we are talking about it all these years later. It worked. It worked! <sighs> no, I, I, I'll be honest. I actually think that takes more, in the Occam's razor of it all, I think that might take more assumptions than just assuming this was actually a job posting site for assassins <laughs> there is a halfway theory which is that it was a hidden posting site of some sort but not specifically for assassins um it could have possibly been job listings for covert security work or it could be just a congregating place on the internet for ex-military operatives like a digital pub or whores well could be listings for human trafficking or child related crimes after all, this did come from a forum called Our Jailbait, but I'd rather not think in those terms. I'd also, I'd probably rather think it was a bunch of hitmen who got caught. Oh, does the stuff work that way? Do the, um, do the postings work that way? I'm sure you could read it however you want to read it. That's not great. No. So I'd rather think it was just a bunch of murderers. The Lake City Quiet Pills thing does make you think that. Yeah. That it's murderers. Yeah. Who like bullets. Yeah. It seems like some weird old man slang for bullets. Um, but that's basically it for now on this one, Sean. There's um, random other little tidbits floating around, but that's the real meat of the story of Lake City Quiet Pills. We still don't really know. Could you read me just a couple of those job postings from before? Mm -hmm. Two ground types. Fluent Farsi, Arabic, French. No papers, no problems. Need formed group, 8 to 10, single op, delive bonus, gentleman's agreement insurance, immediate need. Yeah, this actually doesn't sound like human... Tra it, it sounds more like operations than human trafficking to me. Immediate need, 8 to 10 Chinese slash Korean, fluent Korean slash dialect slash accent details after contact, 12-week half pay, sequester on refusal. So... Yeah, I don't know. I I, uh, I think I think the best possible outcome here is that the this was a uh, postings board for Morton for murderers. Do you think it's the most likely more than a giant hoax or an ARG? I would need to look at it more myself. My gut is here's what keeps me from saying yes unequivocally is people would put in this much effort on the internet. Mm -hmm. Just to... Well, they put in this much effort to find this, right? Right. So uh, people could have put in just as much effort to uh, put this here for other weirdos to find. But uh, again, it corresponding to a high-profile mercenary squad assassination is crazy. Yeah, but those probably happen more than you'd think, and Reddit found that one because the date corresponded, right? Maybe. 
That's the story of Lake City Quiet Pills, Sean, an internet conspiracy and mystery. It just, boy, you are going to now check the HTML code of every website, right? 100%. Won't understand a bit of it, but... Yeah. <laughs> well, you look for stuff that does make... If, you, if it starts making sense, that's when that's you're in trouble. That's the problem. Yep. Um, all right. We'll be right back with some news. Hello, this is Dr. Grande, the host of True Crime Psychology and Personality. On my podcast, I explore and explain the pathology behind some of the most horrendous crimes and those who commit them. We discuss topics like narcissism, psychopathy, sociopathy, and antisocial personality disorder from a scientifically informed perspective. What is a narcissist? How do you spot a sociopath? What signs can you look for to protect yourself from these dangerous personalities? It's not just about the stories, but also the science and psychology behind them. So if you're interested in true crime or mental health, I'd encourage you to give my show a listen wherever you get podcasts. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Lots of things are a struggle right now. School, work, even something as simple as going to the grocery store, it could feel overwhelming. But one thing that shouldn't be overwhelming is accessing mental and emotional care. That's where BetterHelp comes in. BetterHelp is the leader in online counseling with over 4,000 licensed counselors on the site and over 500,000 people who have gotten counseling to date. The mission of BetterHelp is to make professional counseling accessible, affordable, and convenient so anyone who struggles with life's challenges can get help anytime, anywhere. I've been using BetterHelp for the better part of this year, and honestly, I don't know how I would have gotten through 2020 without it. And, of course, Sean and Poe. When I need to talk to my counselor, I can just text her and I can schedule chats, phone calls, or video calls for longer sessions. This means I have flexibility to set a session during the week, or during busy weeks, I can just shoot her a message here and there when I have time. Take control of your mental and emotional well-being. BetterHelp is a great place to start. For 10% off your first month's subscription of BetterHelp, go to our podcast link at www.betterhelp.com slash scary and see how good it can feel to push past the struggle and find hope in a new day. That's www.betterhelp.com slash A-I-N-T-I-T-S-C-A-R-Y for 10% off your first month of BetterHelp. Get professional counseling anytime, anywhere, because you deserve to be happy. Say welcome back to me and my boo. Welcome back, me and my boo. <laughs> Hot off the presses, WLBT in Mississippi reports that a local family believes a Christmas present unleashed paranormal activity into their home. The film? No, lowercase. Like it was showing on all the all screens in their home? <laughs> That's horrifying enough. Whitney Merritt was gifted a vintage doll carriage from her mother Ew. as a Christmas gift last month. And since then, the Merritt home has been filled with paranormal activity. Knocking began on the walls at the beginning of the year, so loud that Whitney went to answer the door, even though it was midnight because she thought someone was on her porch. And that's when she started hearing booms coming from the attic. How much does a Victorian doll carriage cost? I'm not an expert. Particularly when uh, apparently someone died in it or something. <laughs> Just, a doll died in there. 
Michael Merritt. Doc Mix, there was only so much Doc Mix stuffings could do. <laughs> Michael Merritt, who is Whitney's husband, went into the attic with a shotgun, expecting to find an intruder because the loud the noises were so loud, and found nothing. How old's the daughter? Um, didn't have ages for any children or amount of children. Poltergeist. Poltergeist. <laughs> Sean, coffee mugs fresh from TJ Maxx were shattered. Doors were slammed. Dream catchers fell from the walls. A demonic toy car started playing music with the power switch turned to off. Coffee mugs fresh from TJ Maxx? How many coffee mugs are you buying? She bought two at TJ Maxx, and they were shattered. Shattered. They probably said live, laugh, love, or, you know. It wasn't Bed Bath Beyond. Trust me, TJ Maxx has a lot of live, laugh, love. The final straw came when Michael heard a door slamming and knocking on the walls while the children were all at school and Whitney was at work and found their son's bedroom light and Xbox were turned on and a bottle of water opened and dripping on the floor. <gasps> Apparently after that, Michael fixated on the baby carriage, which is a normal thing to do, and it was placed outside of the home. <laughs> Everything went back to normal after that. But our uh, if our listeners want a little dose of the surreal in their own homes, the carriage was placed on Facebook Marketplace for $65. Oh, let's buy it! Quote, full disclosure, the caption reads, it's definitely haunted. So, yeah. <laughs> well... You're really trying to sell it, I guess. Mm -hmm. And this is this is fresh from yesterday's news, so I don't know if it's sold yet. I'm sure it has after this. Where uh, was this? Mississippi. All right, let's let's see if we can get. Let's hop in the car. Yeah, let's drive over. Give me that carriage. We're, we'll have to uh, quarantine for two weeks when we get back, but it'll be worth it. Mm-hmm. That's it for this episode of Ain't It Scary with Sean and Carrie. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Ain't It Scary. And check out our website at ain'titscary.com. You can support the show by supporting our sponsors and by becoming a patron at www.patreon.com slash ain'titscary. And please subscribe to the show and throw us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts because we'll be forever grateful. Yep. And come join us over on Patreon if you want. No pressure, but if you want. The special. invitation is open. Always open. Uh, come and knock on our door. <laughs> we don't have the rights to that. Special <laughs> thanks to our tier three patrons, Nate Curtis, Sean O'Donnell, Jared Chamberlain, and Maria Ferrante. Uh, we'll see you guys next Thursday. Show created by Sean McCabe and Carrie McCabe. Music by Kyle Ryan. This has been a production of Longboy Media. <laughs> One of Scotland's most notorious unsolved murders. To think that someone could turn a cheese wire into a garrote and take someone's life. The level of violence, the uncertainty, and the randomness frightened people. She always thought the killer was going to come back after her. Society needs to find that killer. Who is the cheese wire killer? Listen to the full series now, wherever you get your podcasts.